Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you for joining the human experience. I am your host, Himyo, aka True Him, aka Dynamism, aka Altruism, aka It All Flows Through Him. And I would like to thank this time or take this time out to specifically say I appreciate you. I appreciate you because you are taking time out of your day to spend time to interact with me on this level. And um, not actually, it's not even me, it's interact with we, right? Because the difference between me and we is perspective. And I like to look at the perspective of the we, um, knowing that I'm a t- that it's attached to me. So for all of you who are not familiar with what the human experience is, let me tell you a little bit about it. So the human experience, compassion in action, is a forum where I, ask a guest or a person seven questions that will allow them to compassionately express themselves so that you, the viewer, the audience, the listener, is able to experience the compassion that resides within said person. Now, when we talk about the ka and we talk about the passion, right? Because I'm not saying compassion or compassion. I'm saying ka-passion. And what that ka is, is the vital life force that is presented in this universe as we know it. And what that passion is, is a deep feeling or emotion that comes from a person, right? Or that arises in a person. So when I'm talking about compassion in action, what I am talking about is the vital life force that is behind the expression that one has or the feeling that one has. So that's what I'm talking about when I say compassion in action, right? And it's a human experience because we are spiritual beings living in this skin suit, as Preston Smiles would say, um, of a of a of a uniform. I should or call it. Let's call it a uniform, right? And so. Um, that is what we are up to here on this particular forum, right? Because what HECA as a company is about is getting um, people to express and experience that compassion. And I like to create environments that are conducive to people being able to experience and express compassion in um, said spaces. Now that I've said all that, let me tell you a little bit about what my human experience has been about today. Um, you know, I will say that I have been up very early. I've been up since four o'clock this morning. Yes. You're saying it's a Saturday. What the hell are you doing up at four o'clock in the morning? I don't know. It's a new training that I'm doing. Um, because, uh, especially during Tuesday, Wednesdays and no Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays, uh, getting up at four is a requirement because I am learning to trade in the markets and, it's set to East Coast times, and I live on the West Coast. So, a brother got to get up so he could see what's going on in the markets. Uh, and so, I was uh, so I just automatically got up, and then I just wanted to be productive, and I started to uh, I started to actually um, do some editing. I hate editing, uh, really, but it's a new skill set that I'm learning to develop and it's, it's kind of necessary in, in what it is that I do. And so, uh, I was editing these King Table Talks, uh, that I, um, have the pleasure to, um, to spearhead, right? And this particular King Table Talk that we had last month was talking about manhood and what one's definition of manhood was. And it was a very enlivening King Table Talk that we had because we had a diversity of, um, of, of individuals at the table that allowed for the scope and conversation of what manhood is and what it looks like um, to, to be expressed and experienced. And, um, I, we partnered up with a organization called BMX, uh, which stands for black male exchange, um, or black men's exchange. And it was, and they gave a wonderful 
presentation about um, critical thinking and cultural affirmation. And so, yeah, man, it was a very powerful uh, conversation. So I was editing that video and it's just so fortuitous that I chose to do it this morning because the individual or one of the, the individual that we are about to um, experience was part of that conversation and was in that group. I'll get into how I met him, right? I met him because as you, I'm sure you have heard, if you have been paying attention to the human experience, um, that last year, one of the best investments that I made um, was in myself joining a uh, coaching accelerator, life coaching accelerator program called Kaboom Coaching, right? And it was in that setting that I was able to um, be honored to grace the presence of this individual. We came in at different times, but on the calls, you know, um, since I was specifically working in an organization that um, that is about reaching out to the black males and um, across the whole diaspora, right? Um, I just, I noticed the brother and I made a, uh, you know, and I messaged him on one of our group calls and he came to a King conscious, um, and King table talk and joined. And, um, actually he has, uh, been responsible for, for bringing us into prayer and, um, and calling on the ancestors, uh, at least twice now. And the individual that I am talking about, his name is brother Kofi. And he is a freedom and alignment coach focused in the areas of holistic health and wellness and serves as a Reiki energy healer and the founder of Cosmic Wellness Health. Kofi offers workshops in Qigong, meditation, self-care, nutrition, corporate holistic health and well-being, proactive fathering and community development for nonprofit organizations across Toronto. Brother Kofi is dedicated to not only building his business, but in volunteering his time in youth development, sharing his skills and experiences with community youth groups across the greater Toronto area. Brother Kofi is also founder of Lions and Cubs, a small nonprofit. Actually, I'm going to I, I want to restate that because I don't want to introduce the smallness, right? Brother Kofi is also founder of Lions and Cubs, especially when we talk about lions. Hell no. Nah. So Brother Kofi is also founder of Lions and Cubs, a nonprofit organization for young men who focuses on leadership and self-empowerment. In addition, he is currently executive director of Wisdom Green Earth, a nonprofit organization committed to using the arts and nature to positively impact the lives in the community. So I would like to welcome to the human experience, Brother Kofi Morris. Peace, 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 and blessings to you, Brother Kofi. Peace, peace, peace. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Peace, internal blessings, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you for this uh, for this space, and thank you for all the listeners, all those who tapped in and tuned in, and are turned on to make this to make this uh, experience manifest itself. Oh, word is bond. That's word is bond. Yo, so brother Kofi, there is a tradition that we have here that is uh, we like to give people their flowers and and praises and applause um, in advance. So here is one for you. I hope you can receive that. Matter of fact, let me give you another one. And just to and just to make it all complete, let me give you the third. So that way, brother, if you are not used to hearing applause in your life, well, at least we give them to you here and we would love for you to download that into your genetic code so that you are always clapping for yourself, brother. Whew. So Kofi, um, I just read the bio, uh, but really give me a little bit more about how you came into being, um, to start studying like Qigong and meditation and get into, uh, to spirituality in a very serious way. How did that, how did that arise in you? So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's such a profound um, question or as you're asking it, different elements and aspects are coming into play in my mind. 
Um, so I will I will start. I will go back to move forward. I'll just say that one of my experiences early on um, in my own identity identity development exploration understanding of self um, came from me actually naming myself. Mm. Um, so I'm a little brother, meaning that I'm the, I'm a younger brother to an elder brother, and my experience growing up had a lot to do with my identity relative to being the younger brother, and acknowledging that that could only go so far in terms of my own evolution. So mm. I uh, essentially named myself. And at that point, I was exploring rap um, and creativity from the sense of um, the art of the freestyle hmm. and, and, and um, exploring the, art of, the artist aspect of myself. And that kind of transitioned me into a space where I recognized that I needed to really understand self. I needed to understand where I was coming from most true to me because the, the the circle that I was surrounding myself with at that time was a lot of MCs and writers and people that are creative. Um, at times we would, we would, we would, you know, we would knock heads. We weren't seeing things eye to eye. And I think one of the things that we realize as we're moving in life is that you can be with the collective, but you also have to understand your uniqueness within that journey. And I realized that um, there were particular elements and aspects that I brought to the table that were conflicting and, and were, were meshing, you know, knocking heads with those that I was with. So I had to kind of delve deeper into who I was. So my own journey was was really through pursuing um, a deeper state or understanding of spirituality. And at that point, it was Christianity and it was blocking and coming against hip hop and coming against, you know, mm. uh, what it meant to be a young black man, you know what I'm saying? And being in these scenarios and circumstances of, of, of identity exploration and recognizing how those two things were not coming together. Mm. And there was limits to both. So I, I kept on seeking and I kept on seeking and I got to this point where I met someone who introduced me to this meditation group. Mm-hmm. And as I started to go, um, around that time, I had just become a father. Mm. And a lot of the people that I was with, they were doing their thing. I was the youngest, I mean, I was the one who became a father, who became a father first. Mm-hmm. So everybody was free doing their own thing. But I was still on this quest to to become deeper and understanding who I was. Um, and that led to this journey of exploration and committed spirituality through these meditation classes, which led to Qigong, which led to a deeper understanding of food and nutrition, holistic um, health. Mm-hmm. And I became a, ve- a vegetarian and a vegan and all of that, and then that kind of led me deeper into practicing and then teaching Qigong, practicing and then teaching meditation, practicing and then teaching different areas and aspects of holistic health, mm. uh, and founding my company at uh, in 2008, um, Cosmic Wellness Holistic Health, which basically utilizes a mixture of these, these different forms of healing uh, to help people to transcend their life. So I mean, I utilize it to say, you know, it's ancient healing for modern day happiness. Mm. I like that. Ancient healing from modern day happiness. That is, that is, a, 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 so what, what I'm hearing from you right now is just like, it was really through the environment that you were with. Um, it allowed you to, you were, cause basically if you, you spit and you spit in bars, you in ciphers and da, 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 and everybody's is calling and claiming, um, these names, you know, Supreme God, Allah, and you know, but you know, um, sp- uh, spiritual spits, you know what I mean? Like all of these, all of these different, um, all these different monikers and in the choosing of your moniker, um, when you got to choose your moniker, it made you also question, uh, who you were prior to that and what that and what you were going to evolve into um from choosing that name huh it, that's what it sounds like to me um yeah and so that that allowed for the conflict to to arise amongst those that you were uh that were that you were with when it was actually a benefit in disguise because it it led you on the journey right mm, interesting 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 uh, so with that being said, as we get on this journey of the human experience, brother Kofi, uh, the first official question I should say that I have for you is what do you trust more, your heart or your brain?
I'm gonna have to um <laughs> I'm gonna have to say that um the heart is a second brain. I'ma choose the heart. Hmm. Now, okay, see, so I've been saying, I've been, well, I, w- I can't say that I've been saying that for a long time. I got introduced to the heart brain um, doing a human experience, actually. And so, um, break that down a little bit more for, for me, or for us. Well, for me, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let me keep it on. I'll break it down for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's so powerful and profound because... Um, one of the things like even from a traditional um, traditional healing through through TCM traditional Chinese medicine they speak about the heart being the mother organ and and the mother organs because what does a mother do the mother nurtures um, the child and the mother nurtures the child in such a way that it's it's I always say that she doesn't know what it is that she's birthing she just needs to take care of that child. Mm. And she doesn't know what the potential of that child is. You could be birthing a serial killer. You could be birthing the next spiritual healer, right? She has to consistently give to this child and feed this child before she even eats. So I think in thinking of that concept and recognizing that the heart is is a giver, is a giver organ, it also means that it also has to receive. There's, a, there's two elements and aspects to it, which is a divine duality within mm-hmm. itself. Um, and I think as we identify with um, where our heart lies, as the angels would say, like you're supposed to balance your heart on a scale. Your heart's supposed to be balanced on a scale. Mm. So if it's able to give and to receive, that means it's already there's already a polarity that exists that allows it to to be divine, to, to manifest on such a level that we can receive information through the heart and then disseminate back to the body and give to the body. So mm. as a result, the balance of the heart would now then create um, a, um, I don't want to say like a portal for transformation in, in receiving experience. So when we experience things, we go the human experience, when we experience things, <laughs> you know, we, we come to this space of having to decide. And that's how you would think, okay, the brain decides. But as they kind of say, if your heart ain't in it, you know, mm. if your heart's not in it, then Will you truly pursue it if your heart's not in it? Hmm. You know, and, and it's interesting in that, right? Because within within that, right? I, I, I'm I like to I I like in what you just said to the idea of um, when when I started to do the, my research upon upon the heart brain, right? And and the understanding that yes, that is where the first transmissions come from. Right. And, and it in the com- the first initial communication to the outside world or to any world actually starts from in the heart. Right. And I always thought or not, I can't say always, but I really believe that the it's through the heart. Like you're you're not dead until your heart stops beating. Right. So that's where the that's where creator source, whatever you want to call it. That's where it resides and re- and truly communicates to you from, right? When we talk about intuition and all of that stuff and and, the, and your sixth sense, it's like it comes into your heart and that's what filters it to your uh, your gut area to start feeling, oh, my spidey senses is going off. Like what's going on here to, to start paying attention to the environment that's around you. Uh, and so, you know, that's and so that's why I've always felt that the significance of the heart um, and how that outweighs the brain or how you use that to um, to think comes into play. Uh, and so and you just broke it down so eloquently. So thank you for helping me to gain a, a, a deeper understanding of that uh, from from and, your perspective. In addition, you know, there's these experience that we have oftentimes as men, especially. Um, but you know, regardless, it really depends on your ability to tap into the divine feminine and divine masculine because there are women that could have the same challenge. But I find a lot of times men may identify with the ego. Mm. Uh, they may identify with the thought. So they're in the thinking process. And if you ask them, what do you feel about this? You know, as you said, the spidey senses, like what are your spidey senses telling you? And if they're not in alignment, then that means almost as what you just said, their intuition is off, which means that they're only able to see things from a particular perspective if it's in the head. But mm. if it's in the heart, 
you know what I'm saying, there's a blockage. And as a result of that blockage, they're in, unable to receive, but it means they're on also unable to give. Hmm. And the whole abundance principle actually speaks to the heart. You say if your heart is not open, you can't receive. So as a result, and you and it's hard for you to give as well. Mm. So that's also came to mind as you as you spoke to that. There's another reason why I would identify with the heart, um, from especially from the intuitive standpoint. Hmm. So when you when now when you talk about intuitiveness and then you just mentioned divine um, masculine and feminine, that brings me to the next question I have for you, sir, which is. Brother Kofi, is it better to have beauty or be beautiful? Have beauty. Have beauty for sure. Please go into it. (laughs) Um, you know, cause I mean, you know, oftentimes, you know, in life we, we meet individuals. Sometimes actually, let me start with self. Sometimes I'm showing up. I may not be showing up in my beauty, right? I may not be showing up in my true identification with self. And as a result, I'm, I'm identifying with these conditionings or these challenges or these, these ways of being for whatever the reasons are, but I'm not showing up as my authentic self. So if that's seen from the outside, that could look, that could look not so attractive, you mm. know? That could look not so beautiful. The beauty is within, but if I'm not identifying it with it at that moment, I'm not actually exemplifying that. And that's where it comes. It really would start inside. That beauty would start inside. Um, intrinsically, I think. And, and so that's what comes to mind when you, when you say that. Hmm. Okay. And so with within that, right, um, and, and also what you have mentioned in, in your um, expression of it, right? When you talk about that being part of it, right? And the, the action that it takes to be something, um, whatever it is that you're calling, right? Like, so like you can have, you, you have that beauty. It's inherently with you. Yes. But then when you, t- when you talk about being, you know, um, not uh, being something else or feeling or being or acting, um, something else, it doesn't allow for that beauty to, to, to manifest, um, in that, in that moment. Right. So it's like that key part of like, yeah, you can have it and it'll, it'll, it, and it, it can, you can have it, it it is there and it's at your disposal but if you're being something else in that moment you're not accessing the uh the opportunity for being beautiful in that moment because you're you're occupied with feeling or um or taking on another um another particular manifestation of um of that which inherently resides within us so uh, so yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. So to, to me, what I'm hearing from that is about the, the, what you spoke upon is about the being of things, right. As opposed to the, the having of things. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. I would say that there's some truth to that. Absolutely. There's truth to that. Word. Okay. So then now that we've come to an understanding or you've helped us come to an understanding about the um about the the way the heart works or being in your heart and being alive within the heart uh and how that is used and then we talk about the um expressions of uh of being and having something now we would like to know brother kofi when was the last time you cried oh yesterday Ooh, okay. Pray tell. <laughs> um, so my um the matriarch of our family and my grandmother, my dad's mom, um, transitioned about five days, six days ago, somewhere around there. Mm. Um and she was hundred and one years old. Mm. Uh they had the the funeral yesterday online. And um uh, my own experience with death and transition, you know, it it altered a couple of years ago when a um, close friend of mine, best friend of mine and a producer, he passed away. And uh, my ex, seven months after we, we our relationship ended, uh, I got the news that she passed away. Mm. And I've had other, a couple other individuals or friends uh, who also transitioned. So, But in the midst of that, I was already on a certain journey relative to my ancestral alignment um, and understanding. So 
do I do I experience grief? Do I experience the grieving process, etc.? Um, yes, right. A part of my my person, of course, identify I identify with the the reality of somebody no longer being here that was here yesterday that I could call upon, that I could spend time with, that I could connect with, etc. They're no longer here, so there's a loss attached to it. Mm. Within that, there's also an understanding that they have transitioned on. They've moved on to another. Um, um, the word I'm looking for, to move on to another assignment, mm. right? And when they were in this assignment, it was blessed that we could actually share time and share space and learn together in class, but they've moved on to another assignment, so another school, let's say. So as example, so so for example, I always tell my children, like, you know, you're in elementary school and you have all these friends and you love these friends and one day you're going to graduate mm. and you may not be with these friends again. And a matter of fact, some of them you may never see again. So mm. it, it's amazing while it lasts, um, but you will make new friends and you'll have new experiences. So that's essentially how I look at life and death. At the same time, yesterday, while the funeral was happening, I was thinking about a couple people in my family and what they're experiencing mm. and specifically my father and what he might be experiencing as he hasn't had many people pass. And this is his mom. Mm. So I was, really, I was really leaning into that moment for a moment. And that really brought that really brought sorrow to me that brought some uh, tears as a result. And I, and I lean in, I wanted to experience it and feel that as well because that's what my family's going through. Mm. Though we're not together. So it's distant. So you, you can't even see your people because we watch in Facebook, watching a Facebook uh, funeral for anybody who's, who's been part of this. Mm -hmm. You can't even see your family. You might just see comments, you know, and emojis and stuff, but mm -hmm. I was just leaning into this space and as someone who tends to be very empath empathic, um, yeah, the tears just started to flow. Mm. Tears just started to flow. It's cause it sounds like, so what I'm, what I'm hearing from that is about like those, yeah, you were crying or, or expressing, I should say, collective tears of sorrow, right? um for for the the loss of like you said the matriarch of your family and again um you know I, I spoke to you about that before but again i would like to um send my condolences to to you and your family uh and and also say like congratulations to uh to your matriarch for um having the wherewithal to be in this world for 101 years you know what I mean? That's them good Caribbean genes, them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Raise your right. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. So it's like to be able to uh, have the experience of, um, of, of 101 years and to be able to access that experience or, or to lose the physical aspect, I should say, of that experience. Um, yeah, for sure. Our, our collective tears of sorrow to be had um and congrat and also salute to you to be able to um digest that and to be able to uh to know what it was that you were expressing to be able to be very specific in knowing the uh the tears that were cried at that moment absolutely hmm all right. So we f we found out that you are very empathetic and ha and are able to express collective tears. Um, we found out that you uh, definitely reside in the heart space, and we've found out about the way that you uh, see the emanation of beauty. Um, now, brother Kofi, what are three words or phrases? you should know in all languages. Ooh, that's a good one. Three words or phrases you should learn in all languages. Can I go to the washroom? <laughs> where's the washroom? Sorry, where's the washroom? Um, that's important. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say tradition. I'm going to say love. Mm. Okay, where can we go to the washroom? Tradition and love. Tradition, I would have to say, is a first for the human experience. So I would love to hear your your reasoning and thought patterns behind why tradition 
as a as a word to know in uh, all languages? It's amazing because um, there's this quote from um, the late um, John Henry Clark, um, African historian. He says that um, history is is the um, he calls it history is the socio-political um, clock that people use to tell that their time their time of day, so to speak. This is how he. Mm. I'm not quoting him exactly. But I'm mentioning this for a reason. History, uh, tradition, if you are an understanding of a particular um, tradition of a particular culture, um, it will speak to their history. Hmm. It will tell a story. It will tell a narrative. And um, and I, I identify with learning and the importance of learning the traditions of different cultures um, because it can basically be an amazing roadmap um, to speak to where the where they've been, where they came from. Hmm. And it could paint a picture of where they're at uh, if we start to really understand the traditions. And, I mean, it can be as simple as if you look at um, the United States and how um, the United States came to be, right? Um, these colonies, the colonies warring and going back and forth. The present day uh, circumstance situation relates back to a tradition, Right? Mm. Uh, of pillaging and and war. <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have to mention words, bro. This is the human experience. This is your expression. Don't be mentioning those words. Yeah, the white people been out in this world wreaking fucking havoc on the world. It's it's facts. You know what I'm saying? Like when you as you were just talking about, that's what it is. So you didn't need to mention words on that. You speaking 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 plain truth. <laughs> It is it is what it is. And if and if you're not able to digest that, then it's not really your problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Meaning you the person saying it. That's theirs, you know what I'm saying? Because it, obviously if you're not if you're small-minded enough in statements like that to take it on as you're speaking about all people, then yeah, if you take an offense, then yeah, you are one of the people that is being spoken to because you should as a lo- as a logical being and if you're not that, then there's no offense to be taken. That's right. So, it is what it is, bro. White people wreak havoc in the world. 100%. So And that's more- coming from a person and and like my partner is white. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like so I think I just oh, wow. I think I just validate I did the inverse of uh validating <laughs> My white partner. Um, <laughs> well, maybe I got a black friend. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sorry, yo. I just broke that thought up. But, uh, yo, go back to what you were saying. Yeah, that's <laughs> In the a reality. truthful plane. Man. That's the reality. So, but, you know, how I really came into this this thing of called consciousness and, and you know, quote, unquote, it's so funny. I don't even use this expression, but being woke, so to speak, in this lifetime um, was through some teachers that really schooled me to history, world history, mm. African history, understanding what had happened. And I was blessed to meet an elder at, at about the age of 18 that could break down, you know, 325 BC, did it like he could break it down. Mm. He took me through time and he took me right up to the Iraq war and all of that stuff. And I'm, t- and I'm talking from antiquity, he took me all the way up. Mm-hmm. I used to go, you know, Friday night after work, six hour conversations, two o'clock in the morning over, 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 um, you know, the, 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 the sacred herb that, that Bob will be smoking right today on his, on his earth strong, mm. you know, having these conversations, Bless and it, you know, and it, it brought, it brought things into understanding of why things are the way that they are without knowing history and without knowing tradition, it wouldn't make sense. How will this current state of affairs makes sense without knowing the background history and the traditions that are interlaced throughout that history, which allow the bigger picture to make complete sense. Mm. And to be honest with you, that's probably one of the challenges we face is the lack of understanding of, of our history and of world history. On top of that. Yeah, no, it's like, dude, you know what? And this wasn't even supposed to be, I didn't plan this specifically to be a, uh, a history conversation, especially in the the month. Well, I don't know. Is it different in Toronto? Do y'all do y'all celebrate February as Black History Month? 
absolutely same thing oh okay all right so then yeah it wasn't it wasn't i didn't even like plan that but that's what you know it's all in divine order uh yes so it, it is about history and thank you for introducing the word tradition as a word or a phrase to know in all languages um because i personally can sit here for one of those six hour conversations <laughs> about that but that is not what we are truly up to here at the human experience we just like to give you a, a inkling of the experiences of some people and thank you for expressing that so we have we have um where's the washroom <laughs> um traditions and love all right so with that then kofi we want to know what scares you Oh, I'm not gonna get to talk about love. Nah, man, we we hear about love all the time. We, <laughs> we we went into we I hear well yeah. This audience hears about love all the time. Uh, we and we and we spoke about love when we talked about the heart. Now we want to know about what scares you. Okay, what scares me? I'll tell you one of the things um, that, if anything, um, really. scares the hell out of me is uh african people not waking up mm. is me transcending and not seeing <clears throat> um the awakening manifest itself in real time mm. damn that's about to be another six hour conversation um <laughs> so okay um and why is it that that is one of the things that scares you? You know, it's almost like, um, I think it's almost like seeing imminent danger, death, destruction, all of that right in front of you and your loved ones being right there and everybody's partying. Everybody's, you know, it doesn't exist for them, but you see the eminent danger, destruction, death. Everything's right there in front of you, and and everybody else is like, hey, grab a grab a um, you know, some kind of sound shaker, <laughs> you know, and you're there like, yo, do you see what's you know, and and you almost have to jump out of the way and leave everybody to mm -hmm. the destruction, right? And and that's that's scary. Because these are people that you care about. These are people that you love. Mm -hmm. But if they're not, if they haven't awoken, you know, and smelled that coffee, you know what I mean? Um, they're still in slumber and you're like on your second cup. That's scary to me, you know, because mm. I so want to be able to experience that freedom, that liberation, that understanding with my people that I care about. But it's ultimately up to the individuals to decide and, 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 and recognize what's happening in front of them. And you can't see it for them. You can't be their eyes. Mm -hmm. You try your best. But at the end of the day, they have to see it through their eyes. And if they're seeing a party and you're seeing destruction, you know. Well, that's an interesting question. Damn. I'm, in the interest of time, I would like to put on the table for a later discussion it about it being both as opposed to an either or um and and from and just to address what it is that i heard from what i heard from you in that is it's about it goes back to a word that you said earlier is the um inherent empathy or the um heightened sense of empathy that resides within you Right. Um, as and so that would make sense as to why that would be something that scares you um, because of your heightened awareness in that uh, in that in that realm of feeling. Right. Mm. I love how you said that, though, because because technically cause this happens all the time, these contradictions, because technically. <clears throat> there is a celebration in the end at the same time. So I'm celebrating the life of my grandmother who's transcended. There's a lot of people that are focused on her death mm. and the sorrow and the pain and the grief that's attached to that. Right. Mm. And I'm celebrating her life. I want to learn and hear stories of what, what she said and the things that were funny to her and the things that, you know, all of those things I'm celebrating that. Mm. 
so sometimes in the end there is a celebration so if there's death and destruction on this end and other people are like yeah i'm leaving this physical what did you call it the 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 skin the, suit <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving the skin suit i'm done you know what i'm saying no more acne like, <laughs> you know what I'm i don't gotta do with this bum knee no more whatever mm. right i'm leaving i'm out um celebrate right and i might be like yo what do you yo we gotta don't you see that so i actually can see the the paradox of what, in what you just said um it depends on how you look at it and how you experience it and to a certain degree a lot of me actually Coming from this background, my parents both coming from Trinidad and Tobago. We, when mm. we speak, we have there's a dialect that we speak. They say we have a sing-song dialect. Yeah, the ting we're ting. Very, <laughs> they are very warm people. We're all about the party, the fet, the lime. That's what we're about. So, we find love, we find joy in many things, and we'll take politics. That's where the whole calypso, the calypso came. We take politics and make songs about the craziness that's happening mm. and laugh about it get people to sing about it and dance about it because ultimately we recognize we can't change it in that moment, but we can, we can take a different vantage point of it and see the laughter in it. You know, mm. you can laugh at Trump. You can laugh at certain people in politics because um, you see the foolishness of it. But if you just take it so seriously, you're like, I can't believe this person said this and that. And you're like, can you change what they said? No, you can accept the fact that that's actually what they said. Mm. There are some over here that need to fight though let's not get it let's not get it twisted some people need to throw some bottles they need to do some stuff (laughs) but some folks over here also need to celebrate laugh and make a joke out of it because it is a joke Mm -hmm. and it's only for a period of time before the truth manifests itself and 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 the real the reality of how things um ought to be you know what i'm saying in alignment with truth um that's what's to come so it's, it, I think I, I got I took something from what you said to say that there is two sides and it's not a it's not a, a either or it's an and also. Mm. Word. That's something I'm like literally actively trying to practice in my life. Not not being at such a dualistic uh, state, you know, um, to be able to to think and and feel and and, and act in a uh, in a multiverse type of way right um which is very which is very hard when you're born with two eyes and you know two hands and two feet and two nostrils you know two lips you know what i mean two eyebrows all of that shit right that everything points towards duality um and then i also take that on as um when we talk about simplifying something right it's usually uh it's either a left or a right a front or back you know what I mean? It's, it's like when when we talk about simplicity, it simplicity, from what my understanding is and what I've learned of it, simplicity has to do with being able to break things down to a dualistic place, so that way you can enact. Because within all of that multiness comes confusion, you know, uh, which is like I said, man. We could be here all. Let me hush up. Hush up, stick to the agenda. Um, (laughs) And the agenda is this next question, which is Pregunto Numero Cies. And that question is, Kofi, what is it that makes you happy? Oh, man, I I could talk about several things, right? Hmm. No, what makes me happy is seeing, um, seeing my children, seeing my children enjoy life. That's what makes me happy. Seeing my family enjoy their lives, enjoy this this experience that we have. Seeing my loved ones um, in 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 commune, eating, drinking, sharing, spending time. Um, I think that's what truly brings me joy. Mm. Um, I think that other things can be can, can come and go in terms of my own experience. You know, like a a, a particular experience with a game or a, um, you know, buying something from a store. Those kind of things they're just they're kind of fleeting. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't. Say there's joy there per se. Um, I think there's pleasure, 
but I think the joy truly comes in seeing my loved ones um, flourishing, enjoying life, experiencing life on such a level, especially my children, mm-hmm. um, identifying with if I've played some kind of role to make that manifest, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, I'm a moonlighting comedian. Because you know? <laughs> at the end of the day, if I could just make people laugh, I think that that brings me internal joy. Um because I think it's one of the greatest gifts that we can give each other is humor, is laughter, mm. uh, especially again in the midst of realities of, of turmoil or challenge or grief or loss or whatever. Um, having the the opportunity to be joyous in the midst of the storm, mm. I think, is probably one of the greatest gifts we can give or receive. Got you. That's like, yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting when you talk about that from, from that perspective, right? Uh, I like that comedian and the, and the, and the laughter part, right? And being able to give, um, give joy to those and how that goes, actually goes back to the beginning of the conversation that we were having about how the giving allows for the getting, right? So, um, you so aptly explained it just there. All right. Now we have come to the last question. And that question is, Kofi, we would like to know, what is your purpose? So, it's a great question because the whole journey of... um, where we started in terms of my name, um, I was given several names and um, they all had significance and they all had a purpose. So my spiritual purpose um, from the comedic perspective, ancient ancient um, uh, uh, Kemet perspective uh, is powerfully living my destiny. Mm. Um, um, discipline giving me balance and good fortune um so a big part of the purpose why I'm here is to is to master the the principle of of discipline mm. and and that mastery will create um will create the cosmic wealth that we that I wish to identify with you know that all of us wish really to identify with um, right. but also for my yeah and how that's done is uh the expression of my life because again like from a coaching perspective from a coaching standpoint a lot of what we talk about and 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 speak to our habits habit formation and the consistency of a practice so that it becomes mastery Hmm. and talk about you know the ten thousand hours um towards mastery mastering any craft or any any uh skill or dis or it takes that discipline and most people that are that are uh, successful will tell you no matter what they had to apply discipline to their craft um, Mm -hmm. in order to experience or access wealth. It takes a level of discipline also to maintain it. You can get it, you can acquire it, but in order to maintain it, it takes a certain level of discipline. So for my journey, it's like that has manifested itself through coaching, um, freedom coaching and alignment, um, giving people the, the, the opportunity to delve deep within and create a certain practice, holistic habits practice that could get them to the achievement of their success and their goals in their lives uh, by self-mastery, which takes the consistency of the practice. Mm. So I do that, you know, and I utilize like my book, Change Your Life from the Inside Out, um, Holistic Habits Success Guide. Volume one was basically my, you know, my 20 years of practice as a holistic practitioner, a student, um, to be able to take something that you know, it's 20 years of experience and try to put it in, in a text that could be utilized, aspects of my experience that could be utilized um, for people to move to a better place of flow and alignment. Mm. You know, and they do say that experience is the best teacher, right? <laughs> so, you know, f- from that, that is, wow, bro. I, I So let me, uh, let me break down what my experience of you has been in this uh, in this interaction, this dynamic interaction that I so 
so feel was necessary in my life at this time and is so, uh, yeah, I'm just, so, I'm so grateful that, um, that you mentioned those words cause you mentioned discipline and you mentioned, um, consistency and you mentioned the, the developing of habits. And these are all things that I am currently, um, working on and, and looking to like have applied to, to my life. Right. And, um, uh, in a very, in a very realized manner. Uh, and I would say that it, so in my experience of you, you know, um, and in the short time of me, uh, having the great honor and fortune to, to be in your, um, in your orbit, I would say that our interactions have been, um, enlivening. They have been, uh, filled with wisdom um, they have allowed for oppor- opportunities for, uh, for growth to be had. Um, I have definitely been able to, to, to sense the empathy that resides within. Um, and you definitely are able to emote that. Uh, I would say that your, uh, just your, your expressions of just even the way that you think about the we and the collective, um, it has been uh, so expansive and welcomed and um, what's another good word and nourishing when you talk about, uh, you know, holistically. Right. And uh, so so to be able to experience you in that light um, is 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 my honor. Um, and I would say that thank you for, uh, realizing, recognizing and living in your purpose, sir. Uh, because I have been able to experience that here today with you and, um, and truly am uh, appreciative and grateful for that. Uh, so with that being said, Kofi, the floor is yours. Uh, we just talked about your book, um, also, let the people know how they can get in contact with you and, and where you're at and what else you got going on in your life. Absolutely. I want to thank you, Emil, for creating this space. And uh, I'm literally looking at space. I'm like using my cursor and going around the <laughs> planet at times. Like I'm just I'm in space with you right now. And I'm loving the universal experience on the human experience right now. So I thank you for creating this space, brother, and allowing us to step in and claim our space. Um, and uh, I'm humbled to, to be able to do that. Um, so what I will share, I guess, a couple things I will share. Um, and just in terms of the journey of self and self-actualization and understanding that um, this 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 was just coming to me. Uh, uh, Diggable Planets, one of the you know dope hip-hop groups from back in the day, had this song, and they're like, we're just babies. We're just babies, man. We're just babies we're just babies man and i was thinking in my head um that's the experience that the 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 innocent experience of life is being able to see and 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 acknowledge all of these things in our experience and realize that we're still just learning um i feel like i'm still just a student my name as an mc was just one and i said i'm just one the neophyte you know i'm saying because neophyte means student and i was like i'm still in the process of consistently and continually learning so the journey coming even into the completion of my book, at one point, everybody asked themselves the question, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but there's a high percentage of the population that asked themselves the question, who am I to write a book? Who am I to, who am I to publish a book? Who am I to put my thoughts down and, and put it out there? Don't I need this first? Don't I need that first? Whatever the case may be. And as you said, experience is the best teacher. So, the experiences that I had that led me to even coming to the conclusion that this is who I truly am, not just what I do as a freedom alignment coach. Um, I was able to embrace this, this, this concept of how can I take what it is that I learn and pass it on to someone else? If I'm to transcend, you know, what will be left here, right? What will be used to acknowledge or tell my story if no one else is going to tell it, I need to. Hmm. So, that's what came to came to be in the writing of my book, um, Change Your Life from the Inside Out, Holistic Habit Success Guide. And it is a volume one because there's so much more to come 
on my journey of expression and, and understanding and utilizing these uh, holistic habits um, such as Qigong, such as yoga, such as mindfulness meditation, you know, such as Reiki, and the list goes on, um, to be able to take those and encompass them in something that could be utilized very tangibly um, is, is, is um, I'm humbled to be able to do that and also empowered to know that I can pass it on to others who are seeking. And uh, through my coaching um, program, um, the Momentum Masterclass, I basically take people through the journey of this book and allow it to be a practical exploration in their lives. Um, KofiCoach.com, K-O-F-I Coach.com. You can purchase the book. You can order it. I will send it to you. Um, and, you know, we'll be going through the course and then there will be an open um, program, meaning I'll be consistently having um, enrollment in the program itself. So you can definitely hit me up. You can get me at Kofi Coach 2K hmm. uh, on Instagram, um, Cosmic Wellness as well on, on Facebook and Kofi Coach on Facebook, Kofi Morris on Facebook um, in order to stay connected and, um, you know, delve in. You know, this is the time. This is a beautiful time. As challenging as it may seem with the isolation on all that's happening. Um, don't isolate yourself from your growth. Don't isolate yourself from your own personal transformation. Don't isolate yourself from that. There's no isolation that will prevent or block those things. You can be in a cell, you know, in 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 a, in a five by five cell and find freedom. It's all about what you're identifying with, right? So, there's a lot of people right now I know that are going through um, what they would describe as being challenges in their lives, and um, and more identifying with the challenge. Than the freedom that will come from the um, from the transformation that comes from embracing the challenge. What is the lesson that I'm supposed to be learning from this mm. experience in order to get me from where I am to where I want to go? And a lot of cases, funny enough, we've brought those challenges into into our experience so that we can move from where we are to get to where we want to go. Hmm. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, were y'all fortunate enough to pick if y'all hopefully you picking up the game, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hopefully you picking up the game and want to play it out this piece. Um definitely I have uh you know my one of my also on my vision board for this year is to read seven books. Um right now I'm currently at like two to three that I'm like in, involved with or entrenched with. Um, so I am going to definitely put your book on my list and, uh, and we'll have that done and completed by the end of this year for show, for show. And so I would like to say thank you, thank you, thank you for choosing to join us here on the human experience compassionate action i am your host at true him aka dynamism aka altruism aka activism aka it all flows through him you have had the wonderful honor of being in the presence of gods in a real way and so I would like to also give a thank you to the individuals that um, help to keep this show going and flowing um, in the way of support. And that is Omen Timepieces. Omen Timepieces is the watch with the message. Please check them out at omentimepieces.com. You can also let them know that Himyo over at the Human Experience sent you. And I would also like to thank and give a shout out to Beard Zion for all their wonderful beard care products. Beard Zion giving you that heaven on earth feeling with their vegan beard care products. Check them out at beardzion.com. They got the butters, they got the oils, they got everything to get that beard right and tight. Even your nose here. Um, and so check them out, beardzion.com, and let them know Himyo over at the Human Experience Center and use that discount code at HECA21. And so I also want to give a shout out to at Born Great, B-O-U-R-N Great, G-R, the number eight on IG. Check him out for all um, production, qual high quality production, uh, musical production um, experiences. And so with that being said, I could just have to take a deep breath and say, be peaceful, 
be happy, be productive, and be you because you matter. Nam yo ho renge kyo, nam yo ho renge kyo, nam yo ho renge kyo.